Dangle Bangers? It's your girl Timo and Manti, and we dangling, dangling, Dangle Bangers. We are back for episode twenty-four. Mandy, what you been up to, girl? Honey, first thing I want us to celebrate for a moment, honey. It's official. It was official in February that we dangling been out here in these streets for a year, a whole year. Yeah, round of applause. Who would have ever thought we would have made it this far? I mean, look at us. We out here. Folks be listening. Folks be dangling. And we gonna keep dangling. Okay. okay? So shout out to y'all. Y'all been holding us down to the old school, the OG dangle bankers, to the newcomers. Okay? Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. No, but this is so much fun. It's so crazy because I think when, you know, we talked about starting this, it's like, okay, we talk every day anyway, let's do this. And so it's it's just awesome to see the folks who want to listen to us talk every day, you know, who went to that part, <laughs> who want to hear what we had to say. So this has been um, awesome. I'm excited about the first year and yeah, looking forward to the the second year. Um, do you have any goals for the second year, Maddie? Honey, yeah. I would love for us to get a sponsor for real. Correct. Real. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. And we be see some of y'all with these little cold calls. And let me go ahead and tell y'all, because to be honest with y'all, we know y'all be on LinkedIn just looking for folks and, uh, you know, whatever. Talking about, I would love to come put you on the part of my speaking tour. First of all, the reason why I know it'd be a setup is because they'd be like, hi, my name is Arthur Rich, and I would love to come speak on We Dangling. First of all, you see the title? It's jokes, dog. Like, what are you talking about? If you ain't bringing funny, you can't come on here. What? Right. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, it's not the vibe. So I would say for me, yeah, I would love for us to get a sponsorship. Um, it might be nice if we could get a part of like a be a part of a network. I know that that usually happens like year three or four for a lot of podcasts. Um, maybe have like one cool collaboration with like a, you know, somebody who's really doing the damn thing in the podcasting world. I think that would be great. But most importantly, just folks sharing the word about about our pod. That's that's all I got. What about you? Yeah, I would definitely say mine are similar. Of course, we want to get a sponsor. I think um, you're right. Like we get it's like it's weird to know if the folks who are reaching out are real because it just seems so fake. So <laughs> if you are real, do better with the reach out because it seems fake. <laughs> I'm going to just let you know. Um, but dang, I think everybody like knowing about we dangling like I would love you know to just get like because you know like, we get posted on lists or things like that and just for more folks to just find our content and see us because it's crazy out here and to be honest sometimes I enjoy just listening to us just for a good laugh because it just be so much stupid stuff <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just going on so I think just spreading the joy and you know we have real conversations as well but just spreading the joy of like oh, okay you know, we have real jobs. We do, you know, real work, but like we can chill, have a good time. So I was just like for for that. Because um, mm-hmm. she's been heavy lately, honey. Um, and I don't want to go too deep into detail because I can recall, you know, a year, almost a year ago, you know, when the situation started happening, it was been a little bit less than a year, but it's just like almost it's like on a loop. So you all remember when everything started happening with like Breonna Taylor and with, um, George Floyd and like honey I'll be honest with you like 
it put me through the changes. Like I watched way too much news. I internalized all of it. Like my anxiety started going through the roof. So like Mm -hmm. I've been trying to keep up with the Derek Chauvin case or whatever, but then, you know, the other stuff that has been going on within, you know, the Minnesota community, as well as with that Lieutenant and stuff like that. It's like, I'm trying to pay attention, but it's also like very triggering. So like, I know that that's a trigger for me. So I have to be very careful about how much I allow into you know, into my psyche just for my mental health. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's also like, huh, I was something that somebody was saying something on Twitter about like, it's a, pri- that's like, there's a privilege to be able to, to pick and choose. <laughs> um, but I think it's all, it's further than that though, because some of us don't have that privilege to pick and choose because it's not your fault, how you internalize and how we're impacted because you literally see yourself being killed day after day after day after day so Mm -hmm. it's interesting that folks don't even understand it like oh hey like they're seeing this this is happening you know (laughs) they're probably impacted but it's just like oh no y'all be good come to work keep it pushing don't watch the news just turn it off and i think turning it off can be good but it still doesn't negate the fact that it happened it occurred you know so it is a balance of trying to figure out when we need to disconnect but like again then you just mad that you didn't know. <laughs> it's like you yeah, come back it's just, and it's you just like, oh my god, six more people to make shot with that. You know, like what the hell? Yeah, I mean, I don't know the exact saying, but it's like to be conscious in black is to always be an outrage, you know. And so, <sighs> yes, um, you know, I know I am at a privilege to not have to yeah. immerse myself in it every single day, but because I do have that autonomy, I have to choose me. I'm gonna choose me. But other than that. You know, I've been fine, you know, um, you know, trying to make a couple moves. I, it's not worth me really talking about. Just know I'm trying <laughs> to um, improve myself and try to, you know, have a more productive year this year. I accomplished some things last year, but I want to accomplish more this year. So, you know, just kind of been working on my personal goals. Um, specific. One of the things I will talk about is, you know, I've been trying to exercise and eat a little bit better. So um, your girl done lost a couple pounds. So, hey. hey. You know, and um, I've been meditating more in the mornings, which has helped tremendously. And, um, you know, getting ready to get flued out, honey, waxed and vaxxed. Hey, okay. <laughs> hey going on a trip in a couple of weeks hey. to L.A. What's good? Turn up, turn up. Yeah. So, honey, what's been going on with you? <sighs> what hasn't been going on with me? Well, I can tell the We Dangling community that I have actually relocated. Woo, woo, woo. So um, I am no longer in Seattle. And this, the, the reason for the move is actually not the best, but y'all know how I felt about Seattle. So that's all I'm going to say about that. But then, yeah, we found out that my mom um, is sick and needs uh, needed surgery. So I came to help out to, to yeah, just finally, just, I don't know, to be home and to, to help out when she needed. And so... That has definitely been a transition because I'm literally um, living in my mom's basement now. And it's because she re- re-renovated it. So it's cool. I do have my own space, but it's like, what? I had my own place <laughs> and now I'm here. Um, but, you know, it's not definitely not long term. I'm here to support. Um, so that has definitely been a big transition because I'm still, you know, working and everything on West Coast time while being in East Coast. So I'm having meetings till about um nine <laughs> nine nine ten at night so yeah 
And then also I have been working on my data and actually, oh my gosh, y'all, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all this in real time because I am very upset. So I have been, I'm a scientist, y'all know, I just got this huge data file back and I actually pulled out a whole different computer so I can analyze the data while we were doing this. And it has been running since 12 o'clock last night and the shit just broke. Oh, damn. Oh my gosh. I am so sad. I want to cry, y'all. I'm this sorry. Is, this is my real thoughts and feelings right now. Like, I'm looking at my other computer like, what? What just happened? Oh. I'm sorry, dog. <laughs> I want to start crying. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's my life. So, that's the life of a scientist. We get stuff and we have to, we do a whole lot of work. And then we come back and it can fail. And a whole nine hours of life have been, you know, wasted. Huh. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, I will keep it pushing. Um, but then other than that, yeah, you know, it's so crazy that you mentioned like fitness and exercise and like healthy, because I think whenever, like for me, definitely when I'm depressed, like anxious, all of that, like I go to food, like hot Cheetos is such a satisfying, <laughs> such a satisfying meal. You know, and mm-hmm. so when I start feeling better, I realize it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to work out. I am going to put my Apple Watch on, right? This is what I really noticed about my depression. So I have Apple Watch, you know, folks wear their Apple Watch religiously every day. If I'm not feeling good, you can even take, you can almost look at me. If I don't have my Apple Watch on, that means something is off. That's, I'm not feeling well because I don't want to be bothered with the Apple Watch and tell you to stand up every hour and do too much. So I, I don't do. put it on. But when I'm ready, feeling better, like, oh, I'm working out, that's when I put my Apple Watch on. So I can literally, you can almost look at my calendar of my Apple Watch to see the days of my good days. So I bring this up because (laughs) the other day, it was a Monday, a big Monday morning, okay? And I woke up feeling good. I was like, you know what? But I had even already set my intentions on Sunday. That's how excited I was for the week. I'm like, yo, this is about to be a good week. I'm going to get up. I'm going to work out. Boom. Start my Monday off right. Get up. Put on my Apple Watch. Get on my bike. Got my little stationary bike. Turn on the Peloton app. Don't got a Peloton. Got the app. And then I turn on the workout on my Apple Watch. So, you know, I'm doing my workout Listening to Tune Day. Yes, girl. Get it, Peloton. Get it. Get it. Okay. Get it. Get it. Sweating out. I'm I'm in there swinging my little wagon around because, you know, Tune Day be dancing around. She be doing the most of her Peloton. So I'm like, hype. Hype. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, for the exercise ring, you only need 30 minutes. Your girl did 36 minutes. Okay. Okay. Honey. Honey. I get off. My bike finished my exercise. I ended on the Apple Watch. Y'all, it said I had burned one calorie. <laughs> y'all, it said I had worked out for one minute. Y'all, excuse me. So I'm devastated. Like, excuse me. I did not close my exercise ring. Like, I worked so hard. I am so upset. I'm having a meltdown. And so, 
because of me, when you really serious about Apple Watch, you got to use have accountability. So Mandy is shared. So she gets my workouts when I work out. So I asked her to look at my workout. I was like, bro, what's going on with my workout? And she tells me, girl, you pick stationary bike. <laughs> I mean, you pick outdoor bike versus stationary bike. And so that's the reason why I didn't count my workout is because I guess it counts, it travel, it like tracks um, distance travel. So I didn't go anywhere because I didn't pick stationary bike. Mm. And I was like, so my workout don't count. Correct. My, my workout don't count. What in the world? I did all of that and my workout don't count. And then I realized, y'all. What? This is such a millennial thing. It is. Like, how I mean the workout don't come. Clearly, I still need to work out. Clearly, I just still worked out that 36 minutes. But don't because, count. But because my Apple Watch did not close that green ring, it didn't count. The workout, whole workout was canceled. I didn't get my flowers from my friends. Nobody congratulated me for completing <laughs> my ring. Nothing. <laughs> And I just realized that, dang, I am really like, I have literally said, hey, my workout don't count unless it's on the Apple Watch. Correct. <laughs> it just made me realize how much of a millennial I am. And I think over this pandemic, <laughs> we've all realized how much of whatever generation we are. <laughs> like, so that's what this whole episode is about. How, what do millennials be up to? What we be doing? Because it's just stuff that we do. And it's just for us. Okay, but let's talk about it because, honey, I've been there. You get your workout in, you didn't sweat it, you know, and you look down at that watch and it didn't start, or your battery went dead. You're disgusted. It's like you really, you really think that you didn't work out. It's like if I don't have the analytics to prove. That I worked out. I didn't work out. I didn't work out. Because who gonna believe me? The Apple Watch said you only worked out for a minute. So that means you only worked out, worked for, out a for a minute. minute. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, all of my friends, we've been there. And we hype each other up with them little pre-made messages, mm-hmm. you know, yep. from the Apple Watch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that is such a millennial thing. But let's talk about it. One of the most peak millennial things is what hyping somebody up through an emoji okay <laughs> giving them a little yes all of that you know when you think about it back in the day you know before we had emojis and all of that text messaging was so cut and dry it was just like okay yes thank you you know the same way boomers text us now like you know when I talk with my mother I'll be like oh you know so and so so and so happened and she'll write back okay (laughs) and honey it annoys me every single time because it's like sis give me a give me a motion like you got 800 emojis to choose from and yet you wrote back okay i can't get a smiley face i can't get an exclamation point i can't get an emphasis i can't get a heart you giving me the okay no that's not in a millennial way Millennials are always expressive over social media, over text messages, all of that. And I be needing that. I know, I know some of y'all don't need all of that type of validation. You're on your <laughs> journey of, you know, not needing the plaudits of others. But for me, me and my friends, 
We we need that. We need the emphasis button. We need the double hard. We need the ha ha. We need the mm face. We need all of that. Okay. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> we need it. We need it. And when you don't give it to us, we have an attitude. Okay. So what you got, honey? <laughs> I'm just we do so we do so much we do so much I'm trying to think um uh, so you said about the hyped up let me think well since we talking about maybe text messages and, and hyped up and, and sending stuff I'm gonna say guess what we gonna do keep the keep the screenshots keep the receipts in the <laughs> okay that's what we gonna do and what folks don't realize is like it's so easy to screenshot. What that fool said was, don't you hate when you get screenshotted? Hey. Oh, my that God. Did, yeah. That didn't did work for everybody. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you sent it to me, you sent it to my community. <laughs> Not the whole community. If you sent it to me, you sent it to my community. <laughs> okay. That's Correct. why every email, everything I do, I will stand by it 1,000%. If a screenshot come out about Timo, mm-hmm. I said it. I did it. <laughs> and I said my, it with my chest. If you see my picture, if you see my name, I did it. And these folks be doing reckless stuff, typing and doing all of this, and then have the nerve to be mad when they get screenshotted or when you pull out your receipts. Like, Correct. Uh, no, 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 no. But you said that you were speaking with your chest in the text message or the email. But now, all of a sudden, <laughs> it's different. No, 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 no. Me, what you say? Because when I tell you a millennial is going to have the receipts, baby. And I think that's honestly some of the <laughs> the disconnect when you're working with older folks because they think they're going to get away with this stuff. And when you call them out and show them their own words <laughs> from their lost memories, files, folks get offended. Oh my God, well, why do you even have that? Well, how about this? Why did you even say that? That's what mm. we're talking about. <laughs> like, why are you mad at me for having a receipt, baby? Do better. <laughs> honey, because honey, one thing I'm notorious for is forwarding the email from March 13, uh, 2018. Yeah, you said it on this date. And honey, one thing we love to do is when somebody be like, oh, can you send me so-and-so? I've already sent it to you. Oh, I don't recall. And what would they do? Forward <laughs> the email with the original message. <laughs> I am quick to do forward. <laughs> forward. But you know, so yeah, we keep a receipts, we keep a screenshots. But what's the other thing about millennials is what's the flip side of that? Is how many screenshots in my phone of shit I thought was funny or shit I thought I was gonna look at again that I have never even looked at. Ever. <laughs> so I would say probably 65% of the screenshots on my phone, on my computer, on any device, I haven't even looked back at. But just know I have them. Okay. Correct. I have the receipts. I can go. I can go peruse through my phone and find it. It may take me about seven minutes, but I can go find it. Correct. My literally, it's so funny because you know how iPhone they got the um, it can tell you your different things like mm-hmm. what your pictures are, and it literally got the screenshots folder. And mine is packed. But guess what? <laughs> it's fine. So I would yeah. say, yeah, we love keeping those, love taking screenshots, and again, 
screenshots for our own protection, but then also for stuff that we claim we're going to look at and we never do. But then also, you know, screenshots to send to what? My community. Because a lot of the stuff I send you, I did screenshot <laughs> Correct. Yeah, but uh, I'm going to give y'all a little, a little a helpful tip. So, so for example, I, I'm the queen of recording something, like screenshotting something, specifically with like business. So like if I'm dealing with a new business or I'm making a very big purchase, and I know this is like OD, but it's actually come to help me out in the in in um, the situation I'm telling you about. So I had um, did like one of those mail-in order aligner systems or whatever, like Invisalign through the mail or whatever. And so the company ended up going under. And so the financing company keeps hitting me up and was like, hey, why did you stop payment? I said, because the company don't contact me no more. Like, I'm not giving y'all no service when the aligners are not working. So yeah, I got to do the whole ortho treatment all the fuck over. But anyways, when I first, so they didn't change the website out. They won't let the old members log in. They're not providing us any support. Like you can't find your, they never emailed you a copy of the contract, none of that shit. However, honey, when I um, signed up and did all of that stuff and made my payment, what did I do? I went to QuickTime on my MacBook and I did a screen record where it had what the language of the contract. So I'm still going back and forth with the uh, financing company, but honey, I got my receipts. And I tell y'all, anytime you're making a big purchase, especially with a new company or just with anything, you should always record that stuff. When you mailing stuff off, and they'd be like, oh, the, the contents of the shipment is not in there. You record it before you seal it up. And while you're sealing it up and you send it off to the post office or wherever. So then people can't come come at you incorrect. Just just keep that in mind because I've dealt with that before, too. Yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, yeah, they come in here like the whole purpose of the receipt is for you to have it when you need it for some foolishness. So it's just weird. But people be like, oh, you got receipts? Yes. What is yes, the purpose yes. of receipts? What? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay and a receipt don't gotta be a printed paper from the cash register okay <laughs> honey but let's talk about printed paper so one thing and i tweeted about this and um i know some of y'all recognize this one thing about millennials is they not gonna check their mailbox okay so um few weeks ago sometimes i get in these little sparks where i like to mail letters like handwritten mail um letters and what i realize is you know, usually when you mail a letter, somebody will text you or whatever. And I have to understand from previous experiences that you had to give millennials about a two to four week grace period, honey, because they don't check their mailboxes. Okay. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So one of my homegirls, she is notorious for her mailbox filling up to the point where the post office will threaten her and say, sis, if you don't pick up this shit, we sending it all back. Okay. So, yeah, millennials, y'all will not check y'all mailboxes, especially the ones who live in apartment complexes. Yeah. And then they they didn't really mess up because they got informed delivery app where you can see the pictures of your (laughs) you can see the pictures of your mail to see if there's any important mail up in there. So, yeah. (laughs) That app was a game changer, okay? Like, that little notification, because that's why I'm not, because you're right. I don't like to check my mail. I'm definitely not going out there to get nothing if it's not important. But also, like, I just be forgetting about stuff. I don't even know. That's the, another problem with millennials, because we be ordering stuff online, mm-hmm. Jeff, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, I'm like, dang, did it come or not? I really forgot about it, y'all. So literally, I guess somebody just stole my package because I had actually ordered some um melanie hair care, trying to support black business, mm-hmm. um, some new natural hair shampoo. And I was like, 
you know, pandemic, whatever stuff coming in, stuff coming out. I was like, dang, that package never came. And then I checked the shipping. By the time I thought about it, that thing said it had been delivered a month prior. Oh my God, honey. I hope your pro- well, you was in Seattle, so the products was probably fine. They wouldn't call. No, and then actually, no, I guess they took it back because when I went when I went down there, it was no longer in the locker. Oh, damn. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, because them lockers only keep stuff for like a week. <laughs> so yeah, I never even got it. Like this is me now remembering that I didn't even get it. Because I think I was supposed to like file some type of report for the Amazon locker, and that was just too much, too much work. And that was just over. Damn, dog. <laughs> well, you still support a black business. You try it. Right. I tried. I tried to support a black business, but the white business, Amazon Locker, wouldn't let me be great. <laughs> well, they said, God damn, y'all got 155 packages coming in today. Y'all need to clear that shit out. <laughs> they could have brought it on upstairs. I feel like my delivery notifications say bring my shit to my door. I never told them to use the locker anyway. So I mean, Am- Amazon said, listen... <laughs> We're putting it in this locker where it's more secure and you need to keep it moving. Man, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I am mad. Matter of fact, I need, maybe I'm going to write this down that assistant and came back to my memory bank. I need to get my money back because they still took my package. I don't care if I didn't get it or not. Like, that was my package. Okay, millennial. <laughs> well, look, Speaking of Amazon ass, <laughs> speaking of Amazon ass, I will say that they did you know, a few things, right? <laughs> a few things. Mm-hmm. And I would say number one millennial is me and Alexa being best friends. Okay. Mm. <laughs> my girl, Alexa, my girl, Alexa comes through, honey, the little echo dot, the little Echo speaker, what are the whole series of them? I've been here talking to Alexa like it's like she's a legit person. Like, hey, Alexa, what's up? Hey, Alexa. And then what's funny is I'll be on a meeting and like say my alarm goes. I'm like, Alexa, stop. And then people, I think they think I'm talking to my dog or something. No, 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 baby. I don't have none of them running around here. Okay. <laughs> I got robots. <laughs> I got robots in here. And Alexa, robot. I got robots. So I don't do no pets. I got robots, okay? Oh my God. Not robots. And me I'm and my homegirl Alexa, she play music. She tell me jokes, wake me up, put me to sleep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> tell me when my look, well, clearly she didn't tell me when my shit made that time because I missed it. But either way, <laughs> my homegirl Alexa. And I just think just the any 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 way to make our life easier is definitely a millennial thing, and me having a robot as a best friend is definitely. <laughs> Listen, Alexa holds me down every morning because she sets my music alarm, and it's to the most amazing music. And if you just tell her to play music in general, she will give you like a really good playlist. Like, and she will she been putting me on to some new music too. Like the algorithm is awesome, so definitely check it out if you got one. I got like the Echo Dot, and um. I don't have the newest version. I bought it, but it's not as loud as the previous version. So I turned it back in. But yeah, you know, like little things like timers, you know, because one thing I'm notorious for is like when I'm washing my clothes, I like to let the water or whatever you call it, the basin fill up. And honey, you know, I'll forget. And it'd be to ran a whole cycle without no clothes in there. Oh, so I have to tell me. sis to go ahead and remind me to go ahead and put them clothes up in there. Because it ain't nothing that'll piss you off is if you done ran a whole load of clothes with lunch detergent and ain't got not a piece of clothing in there. Okay? 
So, yeah, Alexa right. do math for me. I was just about to say that. <laughs> and she do hard math too, child. Mm-hmm. And she do easy math. And guess what? There's no judgment. Alexa, what's one? What's one? Sis say two. And that's it. You know? Not, uh, why don't you know that? <laughs> okay, Sis honey. say two and keep it pushing. Okay? It, Thank you. Uh, honey, sometimes I hear words that I don't know how to spell. I can ask her for the definition. Okay? So... Yeah, shout out to you, Alexa. I don't have no problem. She turned on my fan for me when I get hot at night. Correct. Okay. She holds me down. So I know y'all got a lot to say about Jeff Basie old CEO, but <laughs> honey, Alexa be holding me down. Yeah. She can't, yeah. It's stuff that I didn't even realize I could do. I'm like, oh, wow, Alexa can probably do this. And she do. Okay. Every time. <laughs> and so, she do. So one thing I wanted to talk about, one thing that we love to do is. You know, we have a luxury now of what GPS, okay, since we're talking about technology. And honey, one thing I'm notorious for doing is when somebody be like, oh, you want to go so-and-so place? Honey, I'm going to look up the address, okay? (laughs) And if it's going to take me too much effort to get over there, and if the traffic, and don't let it uh, show up with red and red font, because that means the traffic is stupid, I'm going to (laughs) decline. Decline. Okay, you know, so uh, we planned a little cousin's trip at the end of the month. And so they was like, well, I don't know which hotel to stay at. And, you know, in my mind, and I know I'm a techie person, but it's like, damn, y'all, the technology is right there. Look up the address from the hotel and figure out where you want to go. I want to do that for them, but it's like, it bothers me that folks go on social media and ask the bare minimum questions when Google was right there. <laughs> hey, y'all, can you tell me the difference between the AirPods and the AirPods Pro? Why, bitch, you could have went to the AirPods website or looked up a review on YouTube that would have told you the difference. The answer right there. It's right there. The Blue's Clues was right there. But y'all, what? I guess it's a millennial thing to disregard Google and go on social media and wait for people to a- answer the question. <laughs> we can do a merge with this because I was definitely going to talk about that, how we go ask questions. We go ask questions, but you're right. We do crowdsourcing, which I don't understand, though, because I feel like Google came around for millennials. So it's like we did a merge merge with the social media or something. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what happened because folks choose, you're right, to go out of their way. They bypass Google and go on Twitter and type in a search that they could have put on Google and they could have got their answers. But maybe they looking for crowd support <laughs> or multiple answers. Uh, I don't even know that you're right. Like, why? Why? Yeah, it, it was right there before your eyes. Like, and... You know, certain things I understand you may not find a straightforward answer. Like if you, you know, it's certain like services or whatever, you know, especially like black center services. If you're looking for a hair braider, Yelp ain't going to help you. Okay. So I get that. But y'all be asking for the bare minimum. Like, oh, what's a good laundry detergent? Really? <laughs> really? Come on, dog. Okay. <laughs> But no, I think you're right though. In general though, we are going to ask questions and I feel like <laughs> I love that because what I also realized and I didn't understand this is that people just want be wanting you to just 
leave them <laughs> or just you know just do some stuff and you know me here's what i'm talking about asking questions seeing how i'm going to be benefited because y'all know and i've talked about this a lot on my twitter but folks become sliding in my inbox asking me to do you know various things talks stuff a lot of them on diversity because you know i'm black <laughs> you know <laughs> you didn't know <laughs> and then they were like you know, don't say anything about money. And it's so like, you know, ask the question. Okay, so so what you want? How long of a talk would you like? Is there any compensation? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And then they be like, sometimes they fool be trying to be like, no. I'm like, oh, oh it went. <laughs> and so me being a money asking questions, trying to get to the bottom of it, <laughs> like, well, what's what's going on here? Well, why not? Well, why are you trying to capitalize on free labor while acting like you're trying to support me? Correct. By asking me to be a slave for you. Not please, a slave. Please. Please. Please help me understand. Okay. And then anyway, when I tell you the tune change up so quick, because like when you don't, when you don't think about other folks, mm-hmm. when you don't hear their perspective, you don't know. You don't care. So it's like, yeah, it's any look, I love this for that. Ask questions and trying to figure out like, hey. If I'm helping you, how is this going to help me? Like, how you just reach out to somebody and just expect them to work for you for free? Like, that's crazy to me. Honey, because they're used to it and it's the modern day slavery. Exposure is modern day fucking slavery. And I said it. I need to tweet that. Exposure is modern day slavery. Okay? (laughs) Right. Right. I literally put, I think actually I just tweeted this about, um, somebody was like, when I was talking about conversation, they was like, oh, well, you'll have to fill out paperwork. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel that paperwork to get uh, employed with my job. That ain't no problem, baby. But listen, excuse me. Hey, I'm a scientist. I write paperwork. <laughs> right. You thought that was going to deter me from getting money? What? <laughs> and I'm like, girl, send me that W-9 and run me my check. Okay? Right. So, <laughs> and I realized, like, listen, that's not why they didn't teach slaves to read and write. <laughs> okay? Because they didn't want us to fill out no fucking paperwork. Because paperwork is so important. No, I can understand the paperwork. Send it to me. Why would I say, oh my gosh, there's paperwork? Okay, I'll be a slave then. And versus not filling out the paperwork, I'll just work for free. Woo, Here I yeah. go. <laughs> you want me to tap that for you too? Honey, I will send you an invoice and I'll put it on uh I'll put a little logo on there too if you need me to. It, <laughs> it ain't no way, problem, baby. It's the way I already got a W done filled out and ready to see it. <laughs> Cause it's the same one every time. Sometimes they'll do try to make it a little different for their organization. The way I already got it ready. Like, don't try me like that. <laughs> Right, you don't know me like that, okay, <laughs> baby. It's not a problem, honey. But I realize the millennial way is we want them coins, and the um the boomers they want you to do it for free. And it's like, baby girl, you didn't do it for free back in the day, and you didn't doing half as much work as I did from Jumpstart, okay? Correct. So, yeah, y'all up here got paid fifty thousand dollars with an undergraduate degree back in uh nineteen eighty four. Y'all still y'all trying to pay people less with more education and more requirements. No, go on somewhere. Please stop. Please stop. No, it's a no for me. <clears throat> it's a hell no for me. <laughs> it's a hell no for me. Like <laughs> incorrect. And I think again, like, and you know, even when you're talking to some older folks, 
you hate to say it, but they're like, oh, that, you know, that whole mentality, oh, keep your head down. Don't call no. the scene. Fuck that, baby. <laughs> Y'all will not turn me into a slave. <laughs> Y'all will not. It's Honey, just, it, no. I, it's I, a no. No. We are impatient. And that's my last one. We are impatient, and this will probably go into one that you got to say about, but we, the, the bullshit that our predecessors went through, we're just not here for it, honey. And, you know, I, I think the folks who had to, you know, walk the trail that we don't have to walk anymore, right? Because different generations open up different doors, right? You know, the things that our parents and our grandparents had to deal with, they was just trying to be in the same room with these, you know, the Caucasians, right? Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, we in here, we're like, uh-uh, mm-mm. You, no, we need, we need respect. We want more people at the table, da-da-da-da. But in addition to that, honey, I'm just impatient all around. So, like, you know, um, I'll be having a conversation with my mom. She's like, why are you so antsy? Like, why are you rushing it? Because I don't have time for this. I could be taking a, I could be taking a nap. I could be minding my black business. But, they, you know, like, those older generations, they be wanting you to what? Just wait and learn and hope that it come to you. Will it come in due time? No, the fuck it won't. That's what they did to hold y'all back. No, it's right. not. Just right. sit there a little bit longer and somebody will recognize your hard work. What, after they done already chose six people in front of you? No, no. We we don't have the time for that. Oh. And it, that just, I think that's just the millennial way. We don't have time to take the long ass route that your granddaddy take, told you to take. I'm taking the GPS route. The GPS said I can cut 20 minutes doing this way. I'm not doing that way, okay? Guess what? I'm microwaving food because I don't feel like waiting on it in the oven or I'm putting it in the air fryer. We're going to find a way to do something quicker because we're impatient. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's like, wh- why? Why not? It's just like a, it's just like an understanding of like, hey, this is not really it. <laughs> we could be doing this different. And then Girl. it's like, what's, what's weird is like, we show we, we can do it different. It works. And they'd be like, yeah, nah. <laughs> honey somebody no. got mad at me at work because i was like yeah i'm not sitting through this while you practice through this because you because i sent you this stuff in advance and you could have practiced it before you got on here and i left and honey when i tell you they was mad honey call my boss on me baby don't call my boss on me because y'all so used to people waiting on y'all baby i'm not the one you when you get finished practicing you can schedule another time to talk but i'm not gonna sit at you look at you practicing boo boo because that's what y'all used to. No, you need to come prepared. Sorry, poo. <laughs> Penny, you know how I feel about that. Girl, you know, I had recently had that situation where they tried to sketch about six, well, it was about three, four, five, six cell meetings with me in preparation for a 20-minute talk. <laughs> okay. Please get out of my face. What you need to understand is that this talk not going to be ready till the day before, baby. That's okay. the first thing. <laughs> That's it. Period, Pooh. Okay. Yeah, like <laughs> no, no, and you know what? And this is what what I love about us is that we're gonna tell you it's a problem. So <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly, like I got the advice, and now this is a really perfect segue because I got these invites, these literally meetings, prep, prep, prep for a talk about some stuff I'm doing. And I felt like it was kind of like, 
content creeping. Like they wanted to like see, see what they were like, what is going on here? Like why? And I was like, you know what? I do not have to subscribe to this oppressive system. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. There is no reason to have <laughs> three hours of meetings about a 20 minute talk. Correct. And there's, you know, like why? And you know, a lot of folks, you know, they just schedule stuff, send you emails, just expect you to accept it. So I was like, you know what? Actually, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, you know, it took me a couple of days. So I was like, wow, like this is a lot. And so I was like, hey, actually, this is not necessary <laughs> for us to have three meetings. Can we consolidate this? Correct. And so they responded. You know, oh, well, you know, we just want to help you. But of course we can, you know, you know, consolidate. I'm like, yeah. Please and thank you. And hurry the hell up. Yeah. (laughs) Like, wait, girl, no. It's just like, yeah, really? We don't need to do all of that. We don't need to do all of that. You know, again, and I'll say this because this is my podcast. You know, I'm salt. And maybe I was salty. (laughs) Because, you know, these is the same... same characters who didn't put an ounce of effort an ounce of effort into an ounce an ounce of effort into planning black history month oh any content for black history month but folks want to have months and months of preparation for the earth day talk (laughs) bitch bye okay (laughs) and i mean that from the bottom of my heart to be honest i hope somebody hear it because i don't even care no more like this is how I really feel. And I just got to get this off my chest. Get it off, honey. Get it off my chest. Y'all spent zero time. Zero time. Zero time. <laughs> Prepping for Black History Month content. Contacted me the day of February 1st. Asking to tokenize me. <laughs> but for the Earth Day talk. We got months and months of prep. We got hours and hours and hours of meetings. Hours <laughs> and hours. Girl, bye. And so honestly, I feel like, but no, honestly, the way that the whole situation worked out with Black History Month, I feel like that's why I was emp- empowered <laughs> to express such a grievance. And they probably don't see the connection. They're probably like, oh, Terry says what I mean, but that's blah, blah, blah. But no, Put keep that same energy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> keep that same energy. So anyway, my talking about us, we gonna tell you about it. And then also what I've been being real frank about is how I'm feeling emotionally. Mm. I literally wrote an email yesterday. Someone had emailed me probably about three times about the same thing. Um, the deadline was uh, at the end of the week. So I had not missed the deadline yet. But because they had not heard from me, they felt the need to continue to email me. And it's, it, 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 you know, and I was just like, wow, how do I handle this? And I said, you know what? I'm going to be honest. So I responded to them. I said, hey, it's hard being a black person right now. I do mm. not have the capacity for this. If you could go to my scheduler, that I have set up versus making me do a motherfucking doodle poll. Because <laughs> I hate polls and I made a scheduler so I ain't got to do that shit. That would really help me out. I asked somebody else for help. I was like, hey, I don't have capacity right now. It's hard. They just killed another black person. 
Mm. I cannot do this. And and honestly, I would like, you know, it's just like I was just in power because I have to be honest. Like they talk about stuff, everything. Now you know how you feel, talk about your mental health, da da da. Okay, we'll stand by it. Folks sending out emails. Take the time you need to rest. And then in the next email, hey, where's that data set? Is it done? You know what I'm saying? Like, which how? one is it? Which one which, is it? Which one is it? So it's like, no, nah, what millennials gonna do? We gonna talk about it. That's what I'm doing. Calling this stuff out because hey, this is a lot to be dealing with going to work. Like, ain't nothing wrong when somebody literally just got shot for no reason. And I'm over here worrying about analyzing stuff and doing this and doing top earth day talk the police don't care nothing about the edna they see my black ass in the street guess what i'm dead stupid this is why Period, poo. honey because empl- i know my employee don't care you know they did they little pandering last year and that's the end of that honey i mm, yeah they don't care they so. do not care so <clears throat> with that being said let's go in and switch it up it is now time for the science moment of the week Ooh, science moment of the week girl you dropped that on me like it was hot I wasn't ready okay mm-hmm. <laughs> well y'all the science moment of the week and y'all know it is my goal to bring y'all science but also to inform the black community black and brown folks about safety and so y'all the vaccine is here folks have been talking about the vaccine saying oh black and brown people specifically black people don't want to get vaccinated they don't trust it they don't trust it blah 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 then there's the whole situation with the johnson and johnson vaccine and the johnson and johnson vaccine is important because it's the one dose vaccine. And there was a point where they were saying like, oh, that's the vaccine because, you know, it's not as effective. So they're going to try to push that particular vaccine on, you know, marginalized communities because, okay, it's not as effective. Let's go give them a one dose or whatever. Mm-hmm. But here is the facts on all of that, y'all. So the Johnson & Johnson vaccine has been paused right now. It's been like paused for use. And so... What is important to note is that the um, Pfizer and the Moderna are completely different vaccines, y'all. So the Johnson & Johnson is a completely type of of different vaccine. As you know, of course, the other two are two doses. So you have to take them on different times versus the one dose. So that's already a difference. Also, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine was paused because there were six not 6,000, 6 million, there were six cases that involved women that did have um, severe reactions. And I'll be clear and transparent that one of these women did die. But what's important is that they are stopping this after these six cases, y'all. There are so many other things. I mean, Advil, maybe it's called more folks. There's more side effects from other drugs that they don't pull these vaccines. But because these vaccines are such on a large scale that they're being very cautious to say, hey, we should pause this because of these six cases. But this is a hugely amplified event. And they're doing this just for caution. But what I would suggest and what I'm saying and why I said this first thing is that there have been no red flags, no type of issues um, that Dr. Fauci is saying 
from the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines. So I would suggest that you all try to get one of those vaccines. They're more effective anyway. Um, when I heard that the Johnson & Johnson was less effective, it was like, uh, it's one dose. I can see how it's easier, but maybe we shouldn't be taking that one. And I feel like for black and brown folks from marginalized communities, we should be taking the two dose anyway. We should have never been doing that one dose anyways. So of the vaccines, the Pfizer and the Moderna are safe. Um, Dr. Fauci released a press release on April 13th talking about it. And again, the Johnson & Johnson was only pulled because of those six cases. So it wasn't like it was this mass thing and people were dying, like the news is trying to spread a lot of misinformation. And so I am excited to say I will actually be getting the first dose of the Pfizer vaccine today. Mandy, you already got your um, mm -hmm. first dose. Which one did you get? Um, I got a Moderna. I got my second one yesterday. Oh, so look, and here she is right here. So Mandy is fully vaccinated. I'm on the way to get my first dose. So I would say that you should, we as um, black and brown folks, I mean, everybody should be, of course, vaccinated. But I feel like black and brown folks, we have, there are a lot of scare tactics are, that are used and I don't like it. This vaccine is the science is sound. You hear it in my voice. I'm going to get vaccinated today. I'm working on educating my whole family because they were very afraid about it. And especially with this information about the Johnson & Johnson, since it was pandered toward marginalized communities, it seems like, oh my gosh, now we shouldn't do this. But <clears throat> I would say is that we never should have been taking a Johnson & Johnson anyway, but still it's not a huge crisis that they're saying it's six folks. Um, so yeah, y'all. Go sign up for the vaccine. We need it to stay safe so this pandemic can just be done. But definitely sign up for the two dose. Pfizer, Moderna. You got one of us each year. So Mandy's fully vaxxed. I'm starting today. I'll give you a report. All righty. <laughs> that is all. And now it's time for Reddit on Reddit. Girl, what you been reading on Reddit today? Haney, so I got two for you to choose from. Oh, Lord. Okay, am I the asshole for threatening to kick out my sister-in-law after she became vegan? <laughs> or am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend I don't have time for chores? Oh, man. Maybe the vegan one? <laughs> okay, okay. All right. <clears throat> this was posted 20 hours ago by username THRWay37282. Hmm. So they wrote, I know the title sounds bad, but hear me out. I am a 32-year-old female, and I'm currently divorcing my son, my soon-to-be ex-husband, who's 38 years old. Even though we're not together anymore, I'm still, I'm still very close to his sister, who's 27 years old. Let's call her A. <laughs> a lost her job during the pandemic and couldn't pay rent anymore, so I let her move in since I have a pretty big house that's most mostly unused since my husband moved out. I don't want any money for it, but since she's staying at home 24-7, I'm working a 50-hour job. We made an agreement that she makes food for us too. It all worked perfectly until two days. She said she wouldn't, um, she wants to go vegan and won't cook me anymore. Now hear me out. I regularly have to lift heavy objects at my job, so I need the meat to stay in shape. Also, this is my house, and I don't want to be forced into a diet I don't want. I started shouting at her, and she said she can pack her things and get the fuck out if she doesn't change her mind. She started crying and calling me a psycho. <laughs> Yesterday, her parents called and told me I was too harsh with her 
and am TA, oh, I guess the asshole. I even got an angry text message from my husband about how evil I am, blah, blah, blah. However, I think I'm in the right. Am I the asshole? <laughs> um, even though I'm in the minority according to this thread, I don't think you're the asshole because here's my thing. Couple things. First of all, you living in my house rent free. Okay? Rent free, baby. You ain't got no job. You you know, none of this. So you should be happy that I'm allowing you to stay in my abode for what? Free. So let me get this right. You had one job. Okay? And that one job is to do what? To cook a little piece of meat. <laughs> you ain't the first person, boo-boo, that had to cook a little piece of meat. For and you didn't want it. Deal with it, boo. So for me, do your job. What, you don't want to smell meat? Okay, put on the masses. I got a <laughs> I got a coworker who's vegetarian, but her what? Her husband and her children are what not. So what she got to do? Cook up that meat. And then here's what's killing me. Sis is 27 years old. <laughs> Why are your parents texting uh, me? Right. You could have went and lived with your parents since they got so much to fucking say. Get the hell on out. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. And your brother who also didn't house you and I'm divorcing him, how dare him come on my phone talking about how I am not accommodating his sister who ain't paying nobody's bills and got one job and that's the cook. That's why I need to be rid of your whole damn family because y'all all entitled and stupid. <laughs> all of y'all gone. And so I'll be like, yes, sis, get your shit and go live with your daddy and mommy who got so much to say or go live with my ex-husband who got so much to say because why are you living with me anyways when you I'm not your kin I'm done with your brother bye bye bye. you can't cook a little piece of sausage alright well well, sashay your ass on out (laughs) sashay away okay Okay. sashay away I am dead, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, honestly, you know, it's hard. Like, the vegans, whoo, they be rough, honey, every time. And it's like, because, I, you know, I was vegan for a couple, for a couple months, uh, for a couple months, I, um, I, um, <laughs> I, um, definitely know, but also, like, you can be around me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's folks who are just, like, extra serious about it and who do too much. And it's like, no. <laughs> Calm down. Mm-hmm. Huh, okay, here's mine. Huh, it's from you, Danny 109 underscore from seven days ago. Am I the asshole? For no longer making my husband sandwiches to take to work after discovering he was selling them. Excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) My, okay, so she's 33, her husband is 37, works at an advertising company. We're struggling a bit financially because we're saving up to purchase a new apartment. He is used to eating fast food and it was costly. He had no problem spending money daily on fast food 
And after doing the math, he spends more than $300 a month on just fast food, $20 daily. We live in an expensive area. I talked to him about it. He agreed that I make sandwiches for him to take with him to work. That way, he eats healthy and we spare money for rent. Everything was going on well. I noticed he wouldn't respond when I asked whether he liked the sandwiches I make, but kept asking me make more than two sandwiches since he was hungry. Yesterday, he came home with his friend and coworker. We sat at the dinner table and his friend brought up the sandwiches I make for my husband and how delicious they are. Mm. I, I thanked him. Then he said the price was a bit much. I was confused. I asked him to explain and he said my husband sells the sandwiches I make to his co-workers. <laughs> yeah, he, he says my husband sells the sandwiches I make to his co-workers then goes to buy his own lunch from a restaurant. <laughs> Yo, I'm dead. I was stunned because my husband denied it. I began arguing with him after his friend left. He said there was nothing wrong with it. I told him I will no longer be making him sandwiches if he's selling them to buy fast food. He defended himself, calling this an overreaction since he's not spending money on fast food. And said, I was being unfair to start an argument over this. I just walked into the bedroom and stayed there. Then he said, I owe him an apology for God knows what. And he, did, and he didn't think it was acceptable for me to lash out and say, I won't be making him sandwiches anymore. <laughs> oh my God, this is hilarious. When I tell you I am completely fucking deceased. <laughs> Are you serious? This is sad. First of all, homegirl, no. I don't think she's an asshole. But it's also like, I, I honestly, I'm torn. I feel like the whole thing is petty, first of all. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But he's like, he's an entrepreneur, okay? <laughs> He's a hustler. He said, hey, okay, she don't want me to spend money, so I'm going to sell her sandwiches because I don't want to eat her sandwiches. It's the problem, though, that he didn't tell her. He wasn't transparent, so I can see why she was upset. But, yeah, I just, I just don't, I just don't know. No, he's definitely the asshole, and let me tell you why. Because sis is doing labor and she's not getting a part of the pot. So for me, if he was like, hey, babe, I made $15 off of these sandwiches that you took the time to go grocery shopping to go get and to make, here's at least $5 for your efforts. Okay, boom. But no, this mug is taking it to go get something to eat and getting a better quality meal. I'm not going to say better the quality, but he's probably going to get a more expensive meal. My thing is, okay, we're trying to make this a whole, you know, setup. 
okay, help her make the damn sandwiches, you lazy bastard. So no, I he is the asshole completely because why am I making sandwiches for you and you going and selling it and you ain't giving me no profit, but yeah, you having to come up on a sandwich and probably packing in a little money, okay? Right, because the dude said the price was expensive. What I really want to know is how much was he charging <laughs> for these sandwiches? Because if he had to replace his before meals, he was spending $20 a day. So was he selling homemade sandwiches for $10 each? He could have. <laughs> and sis ain't getting nothing out of it. No. I, wouldn't make his, I, would, I wouldn't make his sandwiches no more. Well, that's what she's saying. She's not going to be making his sandwiches. But I guess he's saying, well, if he was going to be making this, she was going to be making a sandwich anyway for him, what difference does it make? <laughs> the difference is, is that she, they were doing it to save money and for him. And it wasn't just about him eating. Yeah, sure. That was part of it. But it was also about the fact that they were saving money. But my thing is now you've turned it into a whole hustle, but yet you're not doing your part. All you got to do is bring the damn sandwich and then you're making a come up. You're profiting money. No, I'm an indentured servant and I didn't consent to this. It's a no for me. <clears throat> you are correct. You are correct. I mean, I don't think she's the asshole at all, but I was just, you know, trying to figure it out. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> It's all about consent. She didn't consent to that. She consented to being a good wife and making sure her husband wasn't famished at work, but she did not consent to her fucking sandwiches, her free food for him to be flipped into money that he's profiting off of. It's a no. And why would you do that to your wife? Like, bro, what? <laughs> when I read it the first time, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, it was so foolish. Like, that's something a kid would do. <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. Like when my grandma would give me what a dollar for lunch, and then I would go play in spades or pity pat to flip it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he's the asshole. All right, we've decided. Since you're not an asshole, you do not need to make him no more sandwiches. Forget him. He's a dud. He don't care about y'all goals. <laughs> he don't care. Yeah, because you you didn't make a profit off the money yet. You're not bringing it back to the house. Wow. Oh. oh my gosh oh this is that's foolish honey well you know what's crazy is one thing that we didn't say that millennials do is write reviews and read reviews so here's what mandy's review of the week the millennials review of the week honey because y'all know i love a review honey. Hey. and so um i'm gonna keep this one short but uh one thing i want you all to look into is the panasonic panasonic in a loop pro batteries um i use them for my camera like my um flash on my camera but they're just really good in general so like for example you know a lot of times i think we were all grown we grew up in a custom we were accustomed to like the energizer or the duracell single-use batteries or whatever and you know you just discarded them most of us don't discard them correctly we just throw them shits in the trash and hope <laughs> they don't blow up on somebody <laughs> but you know we need to start being you know more you know start doing things where we can re what is it renewable energy or whatever we just need to you know recycle whenever we can and stop being so wasteful so y'all the batteries it's a four pack and it costs like 18 dollars um or round up to 19 dollars on amazon but first of all they hold a really good charge like you know when i use them for my flash it's definitely like the strongest batteries and like using a flash 
takes up a lot of power. But like I also use them for like my mouse or whatever that needs a battery, my wireless mouse and just stuff around the house. So you never have to worry about going to buy a new pack of batteries. You just get the charger, which you can buy separately. And then you just charge the batteries and boom, you always have batteries at the house. So definitely thinking about investing in rechargeable batteries. Definitely think about getting some that are like have a high capacity because these are like the strongest batteries on the market or whatever. Mm, And boom, you never have to worry about batteries again. Okay, batteries. Okay, batteries. Super high powered batteries. Hey, I'm trying to figure out last time I used a battery. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you have a wireless mouse, but or remote controls at the house, but. You know, those it's those little oh, things. Oh yeah. My um my TV, yeah, okay. Okay, man, give me some batteries. Some batteries. Mm-hmm. And so, Timo. Yes. Are you rent ready? Henny, you know I stay rent ready. Okay. <laughs> and this rent is directed to let me see how I can put this. To the motherfuckers that specialize in gaslighting. <laughs> like, this rant is for you. And honestly, this rant has been spurred by the recent fuckery. Taser versus gun. <laughs> Taser versus gun. And then the next one was, um, he was running toward me with a knife into a vacant house. Or something like that. I think it was. They said for the last little black boy they was killed. Um, and the the problem that I have with these stories and the stuff that they put out is that the shit don't make sense. Ever. Okay. Stop gaslighting us. We are thinking folks. Miss ma'am. Miss ma'am. So what you're telling me is that your gun was just in the holster ready to shoot. So you pulled it out, perhaps thinking it was a taser and you didn't have to take the safety off. You didn't have to cock it and you didn't know anything. You're fucking lying. Okay. That's just that. Like, I don't like, you're not going to continue to gaslight and disrespect the the folks because y'all think we don't. Oh yeah. That's an innocent mistake. No bitch. That's not how guns work. You don't carry that shit in your pocket, ready to fucking shoot someone. You had to take some action. So bitch yell taser. To distract us, to be honest. Because that bitch knew she had a fucking gun in her, in her hand. And I don't care what nobody say. She needs to go to jail. She needs to go up underneath the jail. Because at the end of the day, guess what? A taser wasn't even required. Mm. The taser was too fucking much. So it doesn't even matter about you trying to, oh, well, I yelled taser and I didn't know how to gun because I'm a fucking idiot. Guess what? The taser wasn't required. So you deserve to die. You deserve to go to jail. Sorry, I'm going to die. Hell. You deserve to go to jail. And the other one, this black boy, right? Their claim, oh, he was running toward us with a knife. And then he jumped through the window of a vacant house and they shot him. Explain how you running toward the police with a knife also running into a building. Which one is he? So was he running into you or was he running into the vacant fucking building? And explain to me, I've heard the quote, what? Never bring a knife to a gunfight. So you're telling me there was a random one black man running towards you with a knife. <laughs> mm. With a knife. But somehow he ended up dead inside of the house that, hey, guess what? Wasn't vacant, y'all. 
it was his house. He -hmm. was going into his own home, but y'all refuse to believe that black people can own or have anything that a man walking into his own home, you now assume it's vacant and now he deserves to die. And when you realize he's wrong, you now want to blame that motherfucker and say he was running towards you with the knife. Bitch, please. Okay. Call it the racist hate that it is. Stop fucking gaslighting him. Just say, you know what? I felt like fucking killing a black person. Okay? Just say it. I will respect that fucking more than you trying to make me sit up here and make sense of, hmm, how could he have been doing that? Hmm, if he was running toward the police, how he end up in his house? Hmm, how they call it a vacant house? Me, all of this work. When y'all don't even respect us enough to just say the fucking truth. You don't deserve the job that you have. You don't deserve the right to be able to protect people when you don't even give a fuck about half the people you're supposed to serve. So for y'all, again, the people who specialize in gaslighting, making people believe you're fucked up, you're fucked up situation that's in your head because it's not even reality. This shit's not even fucking reality. You lie and you willingly lie and you knowingly lie and you don't give a fuck. And then you tell us to believe it. And you say, oh, protective blue. Oh, the police are trying to do the job. Oh, you should have been. No, fuck that. No, I'm tired of the bullshit. And it's, it's ridiculous. And I am very upset. Like, this shit, like, we're talking about two murders that happened this week. And people could probably watch this episode of We Dangling and it would still be fucking relevant to whenever they're listening. And mm-hmm. that shit is fucking bullshit. And I'm over it. I don't even, like, I don't, I have, it's nothing else to be said. Like, stop gaslighting us. Tell us the truth. These cops don't like black people. They see black people and immediately get scared when they're the motherfuckers holding the gun. How? Mm -hmm. Make it make sense. So, yeah, we see the shit and we know it's bullshit. And y'all, and then you have literally white people who will get on, open their throats and agree. Oh, well, why was he running into a vacant house? But the house wasn't fucking, but you know, so it's just like the stupid shit. Oh, well, why did they resist or why? No, none of that matters. Because again, what we saw on what? January 6th is that motherfuckers can do whatever the fuck they want in front of police, white people. And there's nothing occurring. Okay. So yeah, stop it. Call it what the fuck it is. It's racism. It's hate. It's an anti-black culture. It's bigotry. It's white supremacy. It's bullshit. And y'all need to stop. That's you all need I'm to saying. stop. That's all I'm saying. And that's it. That's it. And that's the tweet. And I literally, I actually did make a tweet. Matter of fact, let me actually read my tweet that I did make. And then before we move into tweets, because I literally tweeted something about this like, where did it go? Okay. I tweeted. It's always they bad, they should die. Not, damn, centuries of trauma has caused these folks to not even believe I'll protect them. How can I reassure and de-escalate this situation? They are afraid of me and I have a gun. How can I make them feel safe? How can I do my job? Because me watching the video, somebody, black man struggling, it's like, dang, he is afraid. Why? Because we kill niggas. (laughs) How can I make this not happen? Versus, oh, let me just kill him. Because he was fucking afraid that I was going to kill him. Like, bruh, make it make sense. Stop and think. Y'all are trained individuals. Y'all want to give us all this money for y'all to have training and that y'all don't even take seriously or care about. So no, 
We want we want the we want people who aren't trained, regular ass citizens, to um to be calm and to know how to act in these high pressure situations. But the fucking police can't. Who are trained to do it? That's their job. Are you kidding me? Like if he's nervous and afraid, someone who wasn't afraid, and we got this nervous bitch. What's the fucking point? Yeah, with your scary ass. If you scary, you need to stay at home. You need to go do another job. You so damn scary. Just scary. And again, it's like we're talking about stuff that, again, never should have occurred because why are you pulling out a gun or a taser? It's three of y'all. It's multiple police always around this one person that y'all are so afraid of. Why? Check that fear. What is about someone who doesn't like you? Like, oh, you're afraid. Like, what could this little boy have done with three big ass policemen right there? Okay. You know what? I'm a, I'm afraid of snakes. Guess what? I'm not gonna work at a reptile museum. Okay. And there we have it. And there we have it, folks. Heard it here the fuck first. Yeah. There's other things you can do. If you're scared of black people, you probably shouldn't work at a job where you have to police black people. Correct. Okay? And that's that. But again, it wasn't never for us. They became police to protect their own. And that's what they're doing. And it's bullshit. And they act like we don't see it. And then they put and then the police chief gets up there and say, Yeah, I believe she was pulling out her tape. Like, sir, no, you shouldn't have never said that. At all. <laughs> yeah. So that's the rant. That's that. And stop it. So there it is. That's the tweet. Whatever. Now stop a tweet that didn't fly. What you got? Okay. On April 5th at 1029 p.m., I wrote, I ain't getting out a piece of like a tweet or nothing. I beg of you, do not say my name while you're on live. Yo, what's up, Amanda? Now it's awkward because you're going to notice when I leave. Mm-hmm. Y'all. Do not acknowledge my presence on live when it's only three of us on here. Just don't do it because you're going to be mad when I leave. It's awkward. I didn't mean, I was just being nosy, but uh, my attention span is not that great. So I left. Don't do this to me, please. That's it. (laughs) This don't. Mm -mm, Too much pressure. So what you got? So I had one that I was gonna say, but then I, you know, I I told y'all I was gonna make the spreadsheet. Y'all know my memory's bad, so maybe I'll just say two of them. (laughs) This first one I was gonna say, (laughs) but again, we may have already discussed this. But who told KFC to get rid of the potato wedges? Did we already talk about this, (laughs) honey? Because they got them French fries now, and it ain't mm. right. I got three likes about this. I tweeted this October 9th of twenty twenty. And I feel like I should have got more likes because, again, who the fuck told KFC to get rid of the potato wedges? Like, nope, nobody. That's a staple at KFC. Like, you go to KFC for the potato wedges. Mm-hmm. But anyway, just in case I did say that way. <laughs> here's another one. It's like, here's another other five. I wrote this in September 18th. Looks like I have another story to tell because folks getting too comfortable saying my name without consequence. <laughs> and I got one like, because you know the haters. But I'm sure I was talking about somebody who said something and they shouldn't have. So there's that. <laughs> Always. Always. 
Oh my goodness. Well, dang, that was it. It's so good to be back with y'all, Dangle Bangers. Yes. Well, I would like to take the time to thank our sponsors, mm-hmm. Timo and Mandy. Yes, we all we got. Thanks for dangling with us. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. To find out more information about upcoming episodes and to keep the combo going, follow us on social media at we D A N G L I N. <laughs>